Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, where we get comics, pop culture, and sports, and get ready for a little pop culture, because we will be talking about the wrestling today, as we are a few days away from the 2020 Royal Rumble in Houston, Texas, at the Minute Maid Park, where they will be, no doubt, banging trash cans in appreciation for the wrestlers today. Uh, fuck the Houston Astros and their cheating ways, is what I'll say at the top of the <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm your host, as always, Matt Pierce. Uh, you know when I'm talking wrestling, you know I got Mac here. How's it going, Mac? Good, man. How are you? Uh, not bad. Good to have you. And uh, rounding out our little trifecta today is uh, Bill Martin. How are you, Bill? Good, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. No problem. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a while since we talked uh, the wrestling on this podcast because we really only do the big four or what I consider to be the big four on this one. So there's a little bit of break because I don't really do Survivor Series because I don't consider Survivor Series to be one of the one of the big four anymore. But every year, this is my favorite. I, I am one of the few people who love the Royal Rumble more than WrestleMania. Uh, just because I, I love everything that can happen. I just love the, the, the gimmick of the Royal Rumble, I honestly think, is the greatest thing they've ever come up with in the history of wrestling. I absolutely love it. I love that at any point. And I just I also love that for the last five years, any time there was a men's Royal Rumble, it was always like, is this the Royal Rumble that CM Punk comes back? And, of course, this <laughs> year is no different. And, in fact, you could actually get some odds on uh, on Odds Shark about CM Punk <laughs> winning the Rumble, which is it's actually a few interesting names. We'll get to that uh, when uh, when we talk about the men's rubble, but we'll save that for last. We'll work our way up from the bottom of the card. What do you guys say? And uh, eventually, we'll work our way up to the to the men's and, and women's rumble match. Uh, first up, a singles match for the WWE United States Championship. The champion Andrade Cien Elmas, who they just call Andrade these days, takes on Umberto Carrillo. And um, this match, unfortunately, did not warrant any kind of odds on Odds Shark. So, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately they did not deign to guess uh, uh, who is going to win this match. Um, so, I'll uh, throw it to you guys. Let's start with Mac. How do you feel about Andrade versus Umberto for the United States Championship? I, I really like Umberto, but I'm still surprised that mm-hmm. like he's already here. You know what I mean? Like, they made Andrade sweat it out in NXT, <clears throat> and at first he was kind of, like, maybe it's because Andrade kind of misfired at first, but then changed and tweaked things, and then just kind of built and built and built, and, and, be- and basically got over and became main event kind of caliber. Mm-hmm. Umberto is like, he's obviously got the talent and everything, but, like, it just, it, it makes me wonder a little bit. Well, I just... <sighs> Every, everything based on Andrade has just been the fact that he, he just, his English isn't great, right? But, I mean, if I was a professional wrestler who was kicking ass down in Mexico and they asked me to start cutting promos in Spanish, how fucking good would I look, right? So well, like, <laughs> It's no big deal, I'm sure. But, yeah, I, mean, it, I think that's kind of a differentiating thing that Umberto came in, though. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe he's very fluid, so they're just like, oh, fuck it, right to the top for you. <laughs> and, like, Andrade's got Selena Vega, just let her talk for him i just i i don't get it they just he he is one of the best work rate guys they've got going like every it seems like every other week him and ray mysterio put on some sort of match 
that is like yeah. pay-per-view worthy on like fucking SmackDown for for whatever reason. How do you feel about this one, Bill? I have to agree with Mac. You know, I think uh, I think Andrade's got this one in the bag. Yeah, um, they just they just love him, and you can tell that they love him. They love his look. I love his look, mm. and like everything about him is great. He's just got to work on his English a little bit, but you know what? It's getting better. Yeah. He gets a little bit better. I mean, he had that one promo he cut, like, but it was like months ago where I was like, hey, not bad. And then I'm not sure if they've let him pick up a mic since then. So I guess their their standards were, quote unquote, like big air quotes, higher than, than yeah. mine were for for that. Um, yeah, I'm with you guys. I think I think uh, it's not time for uh, Umberto to be to be winning a United States match. This match may or may not just end up being. They don't have a ton of matches, so I'm not sure if they're going to have any like pre-show matches. But if they were, um, actually, probably the Shorty G Sheamus matchup would be the, <laughs> would probably be pre-show. Although that match could surprise the crap out of you, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I for for me, I, I think Andre Andrade retains if it, if it was uh, if Odd Shark were to actually deign to put odds on this, I'd, I'd have him as like a minus five hundred favorite because I just don't think uh, Umberto's. Uh, ready for a title yet, and Andrade still needs the title just to give him that little bit of rub to keep him away from the uh, the main event. So, uh, Mac, what's your official pick for this one? Uh, Andrade. Yeah, and Bill. Same, Andrade. Right. So clean sweep for Andrade. Um, next up, according to the good people of Wikipedia, um, just going from Wikipedia from the bottom up here. Uh, the singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey enters as the champion to face Lacey Evans, and we actually do have some odds on this one. Uh, ba- Bailey is minus 200, so she's a slight favorite going into this one. Uh, Lacey Evans is getting plus 150, and I'm here to tell you guys, I like Lacey Evans, and I think this is a spot where you could make a little bit of money here. Um... Here's what I'll say about this match. I don't think that Lacey Evans is technically what I would deem as quote-unquote ready for a title. But if, and like this is obviously a very topical reference by me, but if, if Vince McMahon had the weird science machine where he, huh. could, where he could build like the perfect woman wrestler, <laughs> Lacey Evans would basically be what he deems but just in terms of look and whatnot this would be what vince mcmahon's like perfect woman woman wrestler is which is just like <laughs> like slightly tall like like taller than most women blonde like muscular but not in that like kind of weird way has that not like a- stepford wives kind of look that all-american like stepford wives kind of look looks good in the, like wearing the red white and blue stuff has ties to the military and whatnot right <laughs> and just just has the just the, the the look that Vince McMahon like like if you could build a female wrestler in the like if Vince McMahon could build a female wrestler in a laboratory somewhere it like she would come out looking exactly like Lacey Evans is my opinion so I I, I think that Lacey Evans um I, I think they're they're primed to shotgun her to a title and also I just don't think this Bailey heel stuff is is kind of working out so I and they're doing stuff with. Uh, with Lacey and Sasha 
So perhaps Lacey wins this and then just goes right into a feud with Sasha where Sasha's working about. But, uh, yeah, my my opinion for this one, especially from a gambling perspective, would be I, I, I expect Lacey Evans to win this match and win the title. So I like her at the plus 150 from a gambling standpoint. What do you think, Bill? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I 100% agree with you about Lacey Evans. Like, she checks every single one of their boxes. Mm-hmm. And the second she showed up on the main roster, she's been right there mm-hmm. in all the title pictures, right? And yeah. just like a top lady. Um, the only the only misgiving I have is that I, I think that they really like what they're doing with the Bailey heel turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of working. It's kind of not working for me personally. But I see where they're going, and the only thing I could see is that they want to have Bailey versus Sasha at Mania. Yeah, okay. That would be the only reason I'd go with Bailey. Otherwise, I would I would like Lacey. Yeah, I you know, you're right. I was, I was a little too dismissive of, of the Bailey heel turn. Like it was working at first. It's just I don't feel like yeah. that momentum has carried. They've they've relied on Sasha doing the evil stuff way too much. I think out of their little duo. Um, yeah, and. Ba- Bailey's like evil stuff has has been just like everything that they've had her do that's been like heel has just been kind of somewhat cartoonish, right? Where it's just like like I I I always said that when she went heel that the first thing she should do is like stab is like take out a knife and stab those things, and then she did that, and I was like, hey, that's smart, they good, I'm glad they did that, and then but like giving her like making her dye her hair black was just so like. That, that was, I don't know. I thought that was ridiculous. It was like, well, just have her wear a black hat for God's sake. Like, what are we, like, it's, I don't know. I just thought it was, it was too like, do you get this right it, it, to me? But, um, she hasn't done anything that I would consider truly evil other than like, kind of be like, I'm still siding with my best friend, Sasha Banks. And it's like, well, that's not really evil if you think about it. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how do you feel about this one? Mac, uh, Lacey Evans versus Bailey. Uh, quick note before I get into this, when you talked about Vince's uh, prototypical women wrestlers, yeah, I, I just wish I could have seen Vince's reaction and and his uh, scouting and attempts to get China and Nicole Bass. Do you remember her? I do. She actually, I think she is. I actually think both of those ladies. Well, I know China's dead. I'm pretty sure Nicole Bass is dead too. Yeah, unfortunately, like, both of those ladies are dead, which is fucking shame. But. You know, what are you going to do? Anyway, sorry, proceed. Kind of hijacked your point there with that depressing No, it's all good. Uh, In that era, those were probably the, you know, the women was like, oh, we got to get these because we need these super freaks, right? Yeah, they were the the bigger bodybuilder type ladies for sure, yeah. I mean, you're either like one of those or you're just kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, eye candy. Yeah. So, yeah, look how far Divas, I guess, has come. If if, if Lacey is the prototypical one, then I guess that's still progress. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Because, I mean, like, I mean, like, we grew up watching in the Attitude Era, which the way they treated the ladies in the Attitude Era was obviously just fucking shameful, right? Like, just, it was either, like, yeah, it was like you said, it was either, you know, China having to, like, do fucking kitchen sink matches with Jeff Jarrett, or it was... Two girls in like bra and panties matches and stuff, right? It was it was fucking sh- it was fucking shameful, obviously, right? It was, and quite frankly, a little embarrassing. I'm not gonna lie. Um, do you have anything to say about this match, in particular, Mac? Sorry, right no, about yeah. this match. <laughs> uh, I still find Lacey Evans a little awkward to watch. Like, I agree. I she's gotten she's gotten better, but I don't know if it's because she's like tall and lanky. But some people just have a very natural 
presence in the ring. I mean, you watch Undertaker move around the ring, and he's such such a big okay, maybe like Undertaker, like you know, 15 years ago, but he's a big man, but he he still kind of flowed. You know what I mean? And you watch even you watch Braun Strowman now, and what was interesting, like I said this before, you you, you see some of these guys at a house show, and like. Yeah, they'll hit the mad hard, but you see how they're they're so nimble and light on their feet and and all this stuff and that coordination and I don't know to me it just Lacey still has to I don't know smooth it out and, and that sort of thing. Like I, I don't dislike her. Yeah, I don't dislike her. I don't dislike the attitude. I don't dislike the gimmick mm-hmm. or her ability to to act and carry that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like a knockout punch, but yeah, I don't care. that's that's my one and only be like because i i like the lacey evans i like the character with the like oh i'm i'm the like proper southern belle and stuff i think that that's i think that's very apt i like it um especially with like her stepford wives type of look that i mentioned earlier it's just i hate the knockout and i and i don't want to just put that on lacey evans because uh other people have used the one punch knockout before in wrestling and i always hate it i always hate it because it's like First off, technically a closed fist is supposed to be like illegal in wrestling, <laughs> right? Like, but I mean, I, obviously, yes, it's wrestling. I'm willing to let that go, but at the same time, it's just like, I mean, I mean, I guess if like the Big Show, <laughs> like like when the Big Show had the the weapon of mass destruction or whatever he called his one punch KO or one punch KO, I I I was a little more apt to buy that than I was to that was for Lacey Evans, right? Like. If, uh, if Ronda Rousey's finishing move was the one-punch knockout, I'd be like, when she was kicking around, I'd be like, okay, I get that, right? <laughs> like, she could do that, yeah. because yeah. she could literally do that to any woman on the WWE roster, but it was just like, I don't know, it's just, it's, to me, it's just not a good look. Other than the fact that the woman's right is actually a cool name, right? It's one of the cooler Great names name. that they have in the finishing move, so that's, uh, I'm willing to forgive it for the fact that that's just a tremendous name. Uh... Bill, official pick for uh, for Bailey and Lacey Evans. I think I'm going to go with the odds and, and go with Bailey. Okay, interesting. Yeah, how, how, instead. All right, how about you, Mac? I'm saying Lacey because mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bailey kind of has the AJ Styles nature where you can just insert her into anything and everyone just you know knows what she's about and that she'll be fine. A great comparison for Bailey on the uh, on the women's side. Where she's just like the steady kind of, I'm always going to be here, and if you need me, just let me do my thing. That's, yeah, drop her into whatever. You know yeah, I mean? that is a great, great analogy, and actually quite the compliment to Bailey, I think, quite frankly, in terms of how steady she's been over the last few years. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Lacey Evans as well, and I'm, I'm, I might actually t- uh, place a, a nickel on, on Lacey Evans in this match <laughs> for, for funsies, because I think... Uh, I think I kind of like the plus 150. Uh, next up, Shorty G. <laughs> Shorty motherfucking G. I'm just Chad Gable. I'm not even going to entertain this this Shorty G nonsense. Uh, he's going up against Sheamus in a singles match, the, uh, which I, I... They don't have a lot of matches, but guessing, based on the fact that they've got two hour-long rumbles, I would guess that this is going to be on the on the car or on the pre-show card. Um, this match does not have any odds on odds shark because you know, who cares uh, for the <laughs> most part. Although this match could surprise you. Cause like it, Chad Gable is obviously one of the best, like one of the most underrated workers they've got. You could put him in the ring with anybody. Sheamus is pretty damn underrated too, especially for, for one of the, like the bigger men that they've got. Um, not exactly sure where they're going with this in terms of uh, longevity, but uh, 
I don't know. How do you feel about this one, Bill? Shorty G versus Sheamus. Uh, well, you know, these two do have uh, the ability uh, to put on a real barn burner. They could put on a, a real wrestling clinic out there, but I strongly suspect that this match will be shorter than Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Oh, really? You're going less than seven seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's oh. going to be like one move after five. I don't think so. I think this is the match they're going to, if I were to make one prediction, I'd say this is the match that they're going to use to warm up the crowd. That's not, that's still just arriving. Like the, like these two are going to be <laughs> wrestling in a half-empty Minute Maid arena. Is, is yeah. That's probably Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Mac? Shane <clears throat> Gable versus Sheamus. I think I think Sheamus must like him or something to you know be willing to do this kind of match. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't he be like, "I'm freaking Sheamus. Why am I doing this?" Well, he but, just got back from from injury, so. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair play. You know, maybe. Yeah. He wants a guy who uh, is technically very good, like Chad Gable is. To uh, probably, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's a good point. Maybe they're working out together, mm-hmm. training, and Gable can adjust to him and, and help him in that regard. So that, that, that is a very good point. I don't want Gable to get buried. Like I get it. He's a small dude. That's why they call him shorty G, but you know, it, I hope it gives, I hope you're wrong or uh, Billy, I hope you're wrong about the fact I that it's going to be a squash. Too. I don't want it to be a squash, but I kind of think it will be. And I don't want, I'm not, I'm going to bet on what I want. And that's that it's not a squash. And, you know, even if it's kind of comedic or something, it'll still at least let, let Gable look like a good technical guy, which he definitely is. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll if, – if I had to – yeah, if I had to guess on this one, I think they'll let him wrestle. I don't think it'll be long. I don't think it'll be seven-second short. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and disagree with Bill on that one, that I don't think it'll be a squash. But probably less than ten minutes. They'll uh, they'll give Chad Gable a couple of a couple of spots, but I think ultimately he'll get the, he'll get the broke kick to the face and and lose the match because um, they're probably trying to build Sheamus back up a little bit here, but uh, like as he returns from injury, and um, yeah, I just I, I think this will be this will just be a good match to kind of kickstart the night overall and uh, the shorty G stuff just pisses me off. That's all I'm gonna say. It's just it's just so stupid and condescending and i i don't care for any of it this is is what i'll say i wonder if he like presented that like hey let's just make fun of me or if you know or or if it is just them not knowing what the hell else to do with them i would i would i would bet that that was a vince mcmahon's like personal joke yeah Molly is a shorty g yeah i i could absolutely picture him yeah just in gorilla like huh We'll just call him Shorty G, and we'll just give him a bunch of stuff. You like, we'll give him all this stuff. Guys will come around and pat him on the head during during promos and stuff. Ha <laughs> ha! It's brilliant, right? Yeah, it just it just reeks of Vince McMahon to me. But uh, who knows? Now, who is, knows, right? Is Sheamus gonna come out with the bar stuff, like with that look, or is he back to that Celtic warrior kind of deal? I, I don't think he's had an entrance since he's got back yet. If he has, I've missed it or I just don't remember. So that's a that's a great question. So I guess we'll wait till Sunday. Or maybe, like, uh, this is a – these guys are on SmackDown, right? So, yeah, it's kind of weird because we're recording this on, on, on uh, Wednesday. It'll be out on Thursday. Um, so this is the first time we've recorded this uh, wrestling podcast since they moved SmackDown to Friday nights on Fox, which I always get a kick out of when the Fox uh, – 
promos the NFL uh, <laughs> the NFL games during their thing with the uh, with Vince McMahon trying to build up a rival football company <laughs> to debut this year, and they're just like check out you know check out uh, the Chiefs and the th- <laughs> and, you know. The, like the Chiefs and the Titans on Fox, right? <laughs> Vince is just like, nah. Um, God. Um, so you know, like stuff could have changed uh, on Friday night when they they air SmackDown. So some of the the, the predictions we have made will have uh, become obs- potentially become obsolete by the time uh, that by the day after you might listen to this podcast. But uh, whatever. Here we go. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen Sheamus come out. So, but uh, that's a great question if he's doing the bar. I haven't seen, because, like, Cesaro is is doing, like, isn't he on uh, SmackDown? He's on Raw. He's on Raw, but he's been hanging out with, like, Nakamura, right? And, uh, uh, what is it, Nakamura and Sami Zayn, hasn't he? And, and Oh, yeah. And and think... going up against Braun Strowman. Is, is that not the... Uh... Am I remembering that correctly? It all blurs together for me sometimes. So, but yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened. So I don't even think they're on the same show anymore. So maybe he's going back to the Celtic Warriors stuff. I'll look out for that on Thursday on yeah. Friday actually, Mac. That's it a good looks point. like he's in the Celtic Warrior outfit mm-hmm. with like the old hair and beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the mm-hmm. darn. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they start up something new. Who knows? Re, re, little little not little soft reboot on the Seamus character. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Bill, anything to add on uh, Shorty G versus Seamus? For God's sake, Shorty G. I hope it's I hope it's longer than I think it's going to be. Yeah, I I, I think it will be, but uh, it, no way it exceeds ten minutes in my opinion. Uh, official prediction, Bill. Uh, gotta go, Seamus. Yeah, uh, Mac. Official prediction on uh, you, Chad Gable versus Seamus. You'd be nuts not to think that Seamus is going to win. It just like I said, I hope they don't. I hope that Shorty looks at least like a good worker or something, you know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, clean sweep for Sheamus for the for the three of us here. But uh, if honestly, if if Chad Gable wins this match, I will be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, next up, Roman Reigns versus King Baron Corbin in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, the Usos won a tag team match. Uh, against God, who did they beat again? It was Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler, I think, um, for the right to uh, choose a stipulation. And uh, no, it was Reigns beat Bobby Roode in the tag t- in the tables match, is what it was. And he got to choose the stipulation. And he chose a false count anywhere match, which is uh, a little on the boring side for my uh, my liking, but uh, most likely assures that this will be uh, a pin that takes place uh, on the ramp or in the back somewhere, or perhaps in the crowd, who knows. Uh, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. Let me see if I can find any odds on this one. I don't think I had any. No, no odds on this one on Odds Shark. So this one has been deemed not fun enough by, <laughs> by Odds Shark to uh, warrant any any uh, any any odds. Uh, Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. How do you feel about this one, Mac? <clears throat> um... It's a little underwhelming, like you said. Um, one quick dumb question: Does that and this this match type falls count anywhere? Do submissions count anywhere as well? I would assume so. Like if you but like if, if you're in the ring and you get the ropes, they're like too bad. 
What a great question. Um, I would assume, because it's not no DQ or rope breaks or anything like that, so I assume you still get a rope break in a Falls Count Anywhere match. It's just if you're nowhere near the ropes, you can't get a rope break, right? So <laughs> if you're outside, It's smart, right? Like, if you're outside and you're not near the ropes, can't get a rope break. <laughs> that, would actually, that would actually be a brilliant move, Mac, if you, like, if there were, like, uh, if two guys fought, and then let's say there was, like, you know, some they were fighting in a Falls Count Anywhere match, and then they were like on the Concord of somewhere. And like, let's say there were like velvet ropes for a VIP section. And then a guy grabbed the <laughs> velvet rope looking for a, looking for a rope break. That'd be fun. See, now we're doing fun stuff with, like, with some Why are we right? Yeah, that'd be all right. Um, yeah, that just came to me. That wasn't too bad. Uh, but just uh, Roman Reigns versus Corbin, how do you feel? Uh, it has a potential to be very good. Um, to let uh, Corbin do his, you know, keep keep building his character as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the Roman Reigns factor where out of nowhere he'll just win because he's Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, I kind of hope that it's not a cheap win just because he has to win. So I'm a little, just a little scared of that. I mean, I will, for safety, I think, like, and I bet, so wait, there is no Vegas odds, you said. Huh. No, not for this one. <laughs> okay. Well... If I had to bet, I'm still going to bet on Reigns because he's Reigns. Yeah, my guess would be Reigns would be like five, minus 500 or minus 600 if if, if this was uh, in odds on this. Uh, Bill, how do you feel about this one? I feel pretty much the same way as Mac. Like <laughs> it could it could be it could be good. You know, they're two big guys. They're both good at brawling, so this is probably the right kind of match for these guys to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just I don't I, I don't know what it is. I just cannot get interested in anything that Baron Corbin does. He's just incredibly uninteresting to me. So even the fact that he's in this match, I don't really care. <laughs> Roman Reigns is going to win. It is weird that they put that these two guys have been working a program together because over the course of the last two years, these have been the most controversial and some would say maligned dudes that, you know, in the fans' eyes, whereas is Roman, you know, like they're just – you know, Google Roman Reigns, you'll get a thousand think pieces from the wrestling fans and the YouTubers. The wrestling <laughs> YouTubers have j- just about like they'll go through the entire history of why Roman Reigns can't get over with the fans and why they just boo him. And he was the chosen one, and they were like, "We don't, we he wasn't chosen by us," and he was rejected by the fans. And then, you know, here's Baron Corbin, who's who's gimmick in nxt was just i beat up your favorite wrestler right which is just like a great way to get over as a heel and then he comes over and he he kind of had that push he won the money in the bank and then was immediately buried because he, he cashed in on smackdown and got rolled up by fucking jinder mahal for god's sake <laughs> oh yeah there's a time capsule of, of what was going on in the wwe right there baron corbin cashed in money in the bank and jinder mahal and got rolled up and lost so there's there's a there's a moment we'll all remember for the rest of our lives right and uh yeah it's just it's just weird now i i have been a staunch defender of baron corbin over the last year a few months to a year i would say because I, I think he's putting in good i think i i've said that for the most part, I think he's been putting in good work as a heel, and people are just rejecting him because it's just like the quote-unquote like cool, smarky thing to do. And and I've always just felt that that was wrong. Um, that said, uh, during this program with Roman Reigns, some of the like 
promos with the guy in the dog suit and the dog food and the stuff like that. It's <laughs> it's been a bit much even for me. I gotta say, I can't, I can't. It, it's it's really not good. It, it's just not good. I just I I didn't like any of it. Like they did a like you could say that Baron Corbin during this program did a literal dog shit promo because <laughs> he was literally just talking about dog shit and the big dog and it got it's just it was just wildly uninteresting to me this this whole program this this is the match i think i'm i'm least excited for on the entire card is is reigns versus corbin and uh i'm i'm sure it'll be fun i'm sure i'm sure they'll have like a couple of big you know big roman spots corbin they'll take it outside um I can't stand when they do false count anywhere matches and they still get pinned in the ring because you know what the fuck is the point? Right. So, so do a, do a silly you know thing in like the in the concourse or something like that of Minute Maid Park. Just just get like the the arena involved in in this match is my point. Um, anything else you guys want to add to this one? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I wish Baron Corbin would go back to his wolf howling T-shirt instead of the the tank top. Yeah, it's true, but the tank top is is slightly better than the uh, the old. Uh, it's it's better than the black dress shirt with the black vest over top. Yeah, when he came out looking uh, like a blackjack dealer at like a really bad yeah, casino. Yeah, yeah it, it was yeah, but, uh, not a good look. But not as good as the Wolf Howl T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty fine. That's true. Maybe my interest is gone. Yeah. The, the lone wolf uh yeah it's been a damn sight since that like i like i like the vest way he was first like constable corbin and he was like you know the latest like stooge for the quote like for the last remnants of the authority i'm like yeah him coming out in this vest and wrestling and that makes sense but once he lost that he wrestled with the vest for like a good four months and i was like all right yeah. got, i was like all right we gotta ditch the vest here we gotta do something else here but like I liked when he won the uh, I liked when he won the King of the Ring, but ever yeah. ever ever since he won the King of the Ring, the program with Reigns is just it it really hasn't been a good look for either of them. I don't think. Um, Roman Reigns versus uh, King Corbin, uh, Mac official prediction. Uh, probably Reigns. Okay. Uh, Bill. You know what? After after all we've said, I think I'm going to switch my gut feeling and go with with King Corbin. Okay, I like it. a little yeah. heel victory. A little heel victory. Yeah. Do we have a heel victory? Because uh, we went, I mean, Sheamus is like borderline heel. We said Lacey oh, Evans. Yeah. Andrade also borderline. That's that's like a tweener. So yeah, maybe maybe King Corbin gets the uh, gets the heel win for uh, for this. Um, I am gonna say I'm just gonna always say Roman Reigns, no matter what the match is. I'm just always yes. gonna assume Roman Reigns wins on a pay per view, <laughs> and and I'm always surprised when he doesn't. So uh, who knows? Uh, all right. Uh, next up, Becky Lynch, the man, versus Asuka in a singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. I know that this match has some odds. I just have to find it. Becky Lynch, with a weird set of odds, minus 290. I don't know why you just don't go to minus 300. The minus 290 is a incredibly weird amount of juice. That's one of the like weirdest amount of... like That's one of the weirdest juices I've ever seen. And Asuka's plus 190, which again, just go to plus 200. Um, obviously the, the betters who create these or the, the bookmakers who create these odds are way smarter than me, but those are just weird juice numbers that I've never seen before in my life. Plus Plus one ninety um, for Oscar. Um, this has actually been the buildup for this one has been 
quite good, other than the fact that the the only segment I didn't like was they did yet another contract signing. Contract signings need to just go away for like two. They need for like two years. They need to go away with the contract signings. It's it's it feels like we get one every every like other week <laughs> these days. Um, this could be the match of the night. Um, these are two excellent ladies at the height of their powers. I, I honestly, for my money, these might be the two most important ladies they have on the roster. Um, you could talk me into like Charlotte Flair, but I, I'm just, for my money, these two are just so fucking good. This should be a great match. Um, Oscar's still the tag team champion with Kyrie Sane, so I can't see them taking the belt away from Lynch, uh, which would explain why she's minus 290 favored in this one. I just think that this will be a really good match. Um, feels like there's going to be some interference because uh, obviously Kyrie Sane is going to be in Oscar's corner. Somebody else will probably show up in Becky Lynch's corner. It'll be all right. Uh, how do you feel about this one, Bill? Becky Lynch versus Oscar? Uh, well, uh, Mac will attest to this, but Oscar's um, she's got to be one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Like she's just so awesome, and I really. Do you ever sorry. see when she? Sorry, I was just sorry to interrupt. I was just gonna say, do you ever see some of those cool? You can find them on YouTube. There's some of the cool matches when she used to wrestle as. Uh, oh God, what was uh, her name in Japan? Uh, Kana, right? Yeah, when she yeah. used to wrestle as Kana in Japan, and like. They would put on these really cool matches where the audience would just be, like, dead silent. And normally that, like, you know, ruins a wrestling match, but in this case it doesn't. They would just do things where, like, they would shut the house lights on, put the spotlights on her and whoever she was wrestling. And there would be a guy playing that, like, that Japanese, like, harp the entire yeah. match and stuff like that. And it was just the coolest goddamn, like, some, check out some of those matches where she wrestles as Kana on, on YouTube. And it's just like the coolest goddamn atmosphere in these little small venues that have like, I don't know, like a couple hundred people in it, but it's just, some of that shit is cool as hell. <laughs> like I just, some of that Japanese stuff. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Oh no, no, that's great. Yeah. She's done some really awesome and crazy stuff. And for, she had a long career too. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's done it all. Um, yeah. Uh, I love I love her current poison mist gimmick. Um, yeah. It's a little bit. Um, I mean, we we could argue the values of the uh, the female Japanese wrestler spitting the green mist <laughs> in the face of the of the white people, but uh, you know, I the green mist I've always thought is cool as shit. And when I yeah, yeah when I was growing up, I like wishing I was a wrestler. You know, I wanted to do be the the person who spat shit in the back oh, exactly. in a good guy's yeah. face, right? So, but yeah, I'm cool. It's back, but you know, we could we could argue the, uh, the yeah the moral implications of it for sure. <laughs> I would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge that. But proceed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Like I said, she's pretty much my favorite wrestler right now. Uh, but I, I think I've got to go with Becky Lynch. I think it's the story that they're telling is <clears throat> is her. She she wasn't able to beat Oscar in the past, and now she's going to yeah. finally get that win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that, the, my feeling. Yeah, that feels like the hump, which has led to the good storytelling. The way they kind of fell yeah. into that, where uh, where Oscar, when she was on the come up, was always uh, just always beat Becky Lynch because that was before Lynch was uh, the quote unquote the man, right? So yeah, yeah. It was uh, yeah. It's been, so it's been good storytelling in the in this one. I would say uh, Becky Lynch versus Oscar. How do you feel, Mac? Uh, Asuka, I think right now doesn't really need the win. It wouldn't make a whole, 
like as much sense. Like mm-hmm. it would make the most sense just having them go have a hard hitting match, you know, tear the house down, and it would. And she's just a really tough opponent for Becky. Um, I think Oscar is for the most part kind of redeemed from. Like I know you were cool with Carmella winning. You remember that or no? Like uh, Charlotte beat Oscar, then Carmella beat Charlotte. Yeah. But, but she, yeah, but Carmella beat Oscar twice. But like Carmella has obviously like I I was a big fan of her when she had of Carmella when she had the uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase, right? Because I thought that was great. Because they did like a slow burn with her, right? Where she held onto it for like nearly three hundred days or some stuff. So when she got it, it was awesome. And then they had her beat Oscar twice with some circumstances, but that was when she kind of slowed uh, slowed down but she's she's getting back up there with the with the tag team with with Kari Sane and whatnot so yeah so that's why like I'm she it, that's why it doesn't really make sense like I definitely do support Oscar and I want her to mm-hmm. uh do really well and be revered like she was mm-hmm. and as a tag team I think that's you know I, I like tag team wrestling so it's there I do want her to have another strong singles something yeah that's some just because she was such a phenom, and I'd love to see that again. But probably it's going to go to Becky because it just makes sense right now. Yeah, I just don't see Becky Lynch losing the title until WrestleMania, <coughs> right? Like, yeah. un- until uh, it doesn't make sense for her, just for my money, uh, for her to lose it until it's WrestleMania, right? And uh, whether or not that's to, like, you know, because obviously there's currently there's a ton of. Uh, uh, Ronda Rousey rumors, etc., etc. Right, so uh, so who knows? It just it it just does not make sense for Lynch to look. But I mean, this will probably be a very good match. They'll both look strong. Uh, I, I would be surprised if they don't look strong. They'll be they'll have a couple of spots where Oscar's got Becky locked up, and you'll probably think to yourself, "Hey, maybe," <laughs> right? But uh, but ultimately, I, th- I think Becky will, will get out. But uh, this this has a chance to be the match of the night from from the two ladies here. Definitely, yeah, for for sure. I think I think this will be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, Bill, official prediction for Becky Lynch versus Oscar. Gotta go with Becky, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac, official prediction. Becky. Yeah, uh, me as well. Make it a clean sweep for Becky Lynch. So we'll all be pleasantly surprised if Fosco becomes the... Uh, <laughs> it's just... It's so weird, because, like... It's so weird to think about this, because currently, her and Kari Zane are weirdly the most tag-teamy ladies tag team that we've got right now. Mm-hmm. Which is so shocking to me, because... When they introduced the ladies tag team champions, it felt like they like the belts uh, a year and a half ago or whenever it was. It felt like they had like five, six, maybe even as much as seven or eight ladies teams that made sense. And through various injuries and and stuff that has happened, they basically lost all of those because initially it was like they had Bailey and Sasha, which made sense. We had the Iconics, who I haven't seen them in in forever. Um, they had, uh, Nia Jackson, uh, Tamina and then Nia Jackson fucking yeah. blew, blew both of her ACLs and stuff. Like they were going to be the, the, like just powerhouse Samoan ladies tag team. And there, there's a couple others that I'm forgetting. Uh, but like they had a bunch and then like Kyrie Zane and, and Asuka obviously, but then through, it's just so weird that just through various injuries and like weird, unfortunate circumstances. Oh, like the friggin' uh, the riot squad. Like all three of those girls got injured, right? Like it's like they they had all these they had like all these like ladies tag teams that made sense, 
which is why everybody was like begging for them to create these titles. And the second they did, every fucking lady on the roster got hurt. It was so, oh god, it was brutal. And uh, that that's why like Oscar and I'm pretty sure that's why Oscar and Sane have the belts because they're the only like tag teamy tag team that the ladies have right now. It's it's dumb question. Yeah. Is there is so was there ever SmackDown women's tag champs and Raw women's tag champs? No, no, they just have the one set and then whoever whichever set of ladies have the belts, they can just kind of go between both shows is is like so if you're if you're the women's tag team champion uh tag team champions, you it gives you magical powers to go to go uh to phase through both shows basically is what it is right <laughs> yeah even though they they ditched that stupid wild card rule and everybody just kind of goes everywhere they want now ever since the fox thing happened because you know uh god it's just weird in the fox era right where, where fox can be like hey we're a legit network give us that guy or lady and never him or her show up on this day and then Vince will just kind of be like, okay, skip. <laughs> and then just kind of makes it happen. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're all going with Becky Lynch for that one. Uh, next up, last match before we get into the big old Rumble matches. Uh, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, the WWE Universal Champion, will defend his belt in a strap match. Going way back on this one with the strap match. I haven't seen one of those in, in like 15 years, I think. Um, he's going up against Daniel Bryan. Current odds for this, Bray Wyatt, a heavy favorite. Minus 600. That's Roman Reigns' numbers uh, right there. He is minus 600 to defend, so you're laying some serious juice if you want uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, if you're thinking Bray Wyatt's going to defend. Daniel Bryan, plus 350 if you're booking for a uh, yes movement upset here. Um... Yeah, I'm interested to see what you guys think about this. Bill, what do you think about this? Bray, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan in a strap match. Well, number one, I, I love the idea of the strap match. We don't yeah. have enough of those. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I just I don't think that now is the right time for Daniel Bryan to beat the feet. I mean, if this was WrestleMania, I would say maybe he'd have a chance because they've kind of got a cool history, you know, a lot to talk about in the video packages for their match. But I, I don't know. I don't see the Fiend losing for a long time. I think I agree with you. I just, Daniel Bryan is really, really good. And if they gave him the belt, I wouldn't be surprised and I would get it. Yeah. That said, the Fiend is so, like, just, like, if I could quote Will Ferrell and fucking Zoolander, the Fiend is so hot right now, you guys, right? Like, (laughs) just the whole thing, the Firefly Funhouse, the switching of characters, the, the, like, the fact that sometimes he comes out as, Bray Wyatt and they play like the Firefly Funhouse music and then he comes out as the Fiend where they're like really playing those two separate characters it's it's the best thing in in the WWE right now and it's not even fucking close it is so much better than anything they've got right now and I think that they would be insane and uh, clearly the the bookmakers at Odd Shark agree with the pair of us because Bray Wyatt's fucking minus 600 to win this matchup. Uh, Mac, how do you feel about this one? Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryant. Um, I've got some mixed feelings on the Fiend character. like, And basically from that Hell in the Cell match, is like, so we're supposed to believe that this... That was this, poorly executed, for sure. Do I just Proceed. forget about If I just forget about that, is the rest enjoyable? I Yeah, that is... That's a, bit, that's a wart. 
that's a wart on the uh, on on the fiend character for sure. That was not and like I don't like the worst part of the fiend character is the red lights in in the matchups when he shows okay. up and stuff like that. I I uh, that just that's like really like that's like really cheap 1980s horror movie type shit to me, which I guess <laughs> that's what they're going for. But um, it was a good idea. It's one of those ideas that like if I was in the WWE creative and they were like, hey, I got an idea for this fiend character. Uh, you know, th- that we're kicking right now. What if we, you know, turned down the house lights and shone a bunch of blood red lights during his matches to make it creepier? I, I would, like, if you pitched that idea to me on a piece of paper, I would be like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. Let's oh, yeah. do that. That'll that'll give, but then in practicality, we saw it in the match with Seth. It didn't work and they should stop doing it. It's right. It's, <laughs> it's basically it. I'm not going to say it was a bad idea because if you, if, if, like at the beginning stages of that character, if you pitch that to me, I would have thought that that was a brilliant idea, but then when you see it in execution, uh, it 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 just doesn't work. So I don't want to harp on him too badly for that. I just think they should stop doing it. Um, but but is he still invincible? Mm, well, that's why that that's. I mean, they've done that. That's why uh, Daniel Bryan called for the strap match, right? Is because he he feels like the fiend keeps running away from him, right? So. So he's like, now that we're tethered together, there'll be no way uh, you can run away. So um, the one thing they haven't gone to yet with the Bray with the the Bray Wyatt Fiend character yet is they haven't had him come out as Bray Wyatt and then transform into the Fiend halfway through the match, right? <laughs> That's the one thing they haven't done. So like maybe they do that in this one. Maybe he comes out as Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan starts like kicking his ass for like the first ten minutes of the match. And then all of a sudden the lights go out, the fiend mask comes on, and then you know, the, and the lights come back up in red again, and then the fiend just starts like beating the shit out of Daniel Bryan, and and pins him. That's that's I'm I'm waiting for that where they where they do the 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 switch mid match between the pair of them. I'd be down with that. Yeah, that like, sounds great. That'd be like when Kane went from corporate Kane to like Demon Kane yeah. And, yeah. and magically killed his leg, right? Corporate Kane, what a what a what a time to be alive that was. <laughs> Corporate Kane, uh, Bill, how do you feel about the Fiend versus Bray Wyatt? Uh, I I've got to give it to the Fiend. You know, I I think I think it it'll be a great match. I mean, Daniel Bryan will really pull the good wrestling out of him, and it'll be brutal because it's a strap match. But I think I think the Fiend's got to win. You know, I think it's going to be someone supernatural. In quotations, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. take him down someday. Yeah. I, I I think I agree. Um, Supernatural. Yeah. Demon. Yeah. Oh, demon. Oh, I think, so. oh, I think he's going to come back someday. Yeah. <laughs> good. And that would be much better than the last time they tried to do that, where it was like Bray Wyatt was like turning into like Sister Abigail. They nearly. Oh, yeah. Honestly, they are. That was. I, I don't ever wish for people to get injured, but the fact that Bray Wyatt got injured like three days before that match was supposed to take place and they had to audible to something else that might have been a um th- that might have been an, an an act from like that might have been divine intervention on bray Wyatt's character, <laughs> like because like that that was when he disappeared for like the eight months and then came back and reinvented bray Wyatt into the the fiend and the firefly funhouse right so exactly. basically we went from he was going to come out in drag and fight the demon and lose. And now he's the hottest thing they've got going. So wrestling, like it's a slight wrestling is so many fucking weird sliding doors moments. Like you think back to last WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston was the hottest guy in the business winning the, the SmackDown title. 
And he got all that heat because of the, uh, or, or like he got all that pop because of the uh, the elimination chamber match that he wasn't even supposed to be in. That he got in because uh, uh, Muhammad or Mustafa Ali injured himself three days before the thing. So like, there's just so many damn sliding doors moments in wrestling where it's like this guy got hot by accident, right? Like it's just. <laughs> God, that's that's one of the best things about wrestling is just like how guys can just randomly become the best dude in the uh, in in the, the the best dude or dudette in in the entire business. Uh Bill, official prediction for uh, the Fiend versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, go with the Fiend. All right, uh, Mac, official prediction. Uh, Daniel Bryan kind of has the reigns factor too, where yeah. he might win just because it's Daniel Bryan. Can't be discounted for sure. And yeah, so you know what? Let's rock the boat. Let's see. I think Brian's gonna win. All right, I like that. Um, I'm I'm gonna say the Fiend because I think they should just keep it going. But I think both guys will look pretty strong in this matchup. All right, the two Rumble matches. Let's do the ladies first. Ooh, ladies first. Ladies first. Currently, <laughs> as of us recording this podcast, and again, this could change because we're recording it before uh, Friday's episode of SmackDown. But as of us uh, recording this. There are only four official ladies entrants. Sorry, five official ladies entrants. What? Five. So that leaves 25 slots open. Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, and Natalia are the only guarantees uh, to enter the uh, Women's Royal Rumble match, leaving 25 slots open. Um, There are predictions. Um... There, or sorry, there are odds on Odds Shark. Some of the numbers are quite excellent, if I do say so myself. The um, I would say the biggest names in terms of like I would say the biggest names in in terms of uh, what they have going with the odds are the most shocking thing. I would say. The 2020, the odds, the 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 favorite, the odds on favorite, according to Odds Shark, to win the 2020 WWE Women's Royal Rumble at minus 300. Shayna Baszler, you guys. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Shayna Baszler, uh, minus 300 to uh, to come up to get the call up from NXT and and win the Royal Rumble and then uh, take on one would assume Becky Lynch. Because they had that little match at the uh, at the NXT uh, SmackDown Raw crossover a few months ago, so I I, I think based on the minus three hundred that Shayna Baszler is getting, that's the prediction that Odd Shark is going with is that Baszler will win and then immediately go into a basically what would amount to like a fist fight, <laughs> like basically an Irish barroom brawl type of uh, uh, type of program with uh, Becky Lynch. Um, We'll talk about the other ladies in a minute. If that were to happen, how would you feel about that, Mac? I'd be all right. I mean, I've I came around on Shayna. You know, when she first debuted, I had my doubts, but I think she's you know uh, holding her own, mainly due to her uh, charisma and personality and getting good enough. You know what I mean? Not like a spectacular wrestler, but good enough to have good matches and tell a story in the ring. Uh, if she wins. That's cool. What the hell are we going to do for the other 25? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, well, Odd Shark is obviously predicting a few uh, a few 
comebacks. Um, the thing that I want to happen most out of this Royal Rumble is the return of my girl Nia Jax from the uh, from the uh, from the ACL knee injuries. Um, you know, she's been posting a lot on Instagram about being healthy. I do somewhat expect uh, expect my girl Nia to return. I don't expect her to win the Rumble, but um, I expect her to return, and hopefully, it w- I would just be so thrilled if she got some new theme music. Cause, uh, <laughs> my yeah. God, I'm just not a fan of her. Uh, not a fan of her theme music. She should have some kind of Samoan tribal thing or something. I just come out to a Lizzo song, man. Like just, <laughs> just, co- just come out to come out to a Lizzo song is is what I would say for Nia Jax. Um, here's the thing about Shayna Baszler that I'll say. This is the last thing I'll say about Shayna Baszler. I don't think, I'm not sure if in the history of the WWE, there is a wrestler who, be it male or female, whose moveset was less suited to be showcased in the Royal Rumble than Shayna Baszler. (laughs) (laughs) Cause like all of her stuff is just so one-on-one right it's just yeah. you and me in the ring and i'm gonna twist you into a pretzel the entire time and and just do all these like brutal strikes and 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 locks and like i'm gonna pretend to break your fingers and stuff and then when you're trying to do stuff like that while well, there's like you know seven or eight other people in the ring it just doesn't uh it just doesn't translate i, I don't know uh, how would you feel about Shayna baszler winning bill uh you know i i wouldn't be upset with it I just I think it's it's pretty funny that she's the you know the the best chance to win right now and she's not even announced. So yeah, I, I find that funny. Uh, I would also be happy with Rhea Ripley doing something similar. You know, Rhea, Rhea Ripley's uh, got odds. She's plus fifteen hundred. So yeah. uh, so Odd Shark Shink thinks that uh, she's at least going to show up in the match. She was there last year, if memory serves me right. Yeah, and she, and she had a great showing at yeah. Survivor Series. So yes, yeah. They gave her, if I remember correctly, they gave her kind of a mini diesel spot where Rhea came in and just like eliminated like three or four people and just, looked, yeah. just looked big as hell the entire time yeah. she was there before she got eliminated. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to float some names that Odd Shark has here, and I want you guys to give me a, uh, um, eh, just give me on a scale of one to ten your excitement level for, for the potential of uh, this. I'm going I'm to start hot. Uh, Ronda Rousey. Plus one thousand to win the uh, the Royal Rumble, according to Odd Shark. Scale of one to ten, uh, Mac. Uh, I'd be fairly excited just because mm-hmm. she has a legit shot. They have to book her strong. She's going to do something if she's in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be like seven out of ten excited if Ronda Rousey came back. I know they're like you know because I'd be like she's not going to win. She's not going to do anything crazy, but we're going to see something decent, and it's. You know, a good building, a good step back for her. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if Odd Shark actually, like, I, I just don't know the rumors of the dirt sheet. So I can't tell if Odd Shark is just trying to steal a couple bucks from amateurs who are like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to place money on Ronda Rousey. And then Rousey never comes out. Because, like, if Rousey, if Rousey comes <laughs> out, she's winning the Rumble, isn't she? Definitely. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, like, just end it right then and there. So you have to bring her out if she comes out. I think you have to bring her out in the 30 spot, right? Because otherwise... There's no suspense whatsoever. If I would hate yeah. that just because, you know, I I would hate that someone just comes back and I know, damn, you get to win the Rumble. Like, you got to be, I, I, it's you like, yeah, it might happen. It might happen. I, that's just not fair compared to the other workhorses that have been there the whole time. 
Yeah, but again, there's that. <clears throat> pardon me. There's that mainstream appeal, right? That you just can't uh, you can't deny with that that you get with Ronda Rousey. And if she can, if that like Joan Jett song hit, that would be the biggest pop of the night, and it probably wouldn't even be close. Um, scale of one to ten, Bill, for Ronda Rousey. You know, I think I'd be I'd be pretty excited with that, only because well, I, I like Ronda Rousey, obviously, but uh, that would mean that they're going to go with the the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen storyline. Exactly. Likely, yeah. you know, and uh, that gets me pretty pumped up. So I'd go like an eight to a nine on that one. AJ Lee <laughs> is on the odd shark list at plus 4,000 uh, scale of one to 10 bill. If AJ Lee came back and won the Royal Rumble, <laughs> I'm going to go with a 10 because that yeah. means that CM Punk is definitely coming out. <laughs> Never see that. Like, yeah, if AJ Lee came back and like, never see that in a million years. How about you, Mac? AJ Lee, scale of one to ten. Uh I'd be like a, I'd be an eight because she's got that. Uh, she's got some like sort of a nostalgia factor, and I'm excited for Punk. I mean, I'm not gonna get my hopes up too much for Punk. And AJ was a, a good, uh, a good addition to the women's roster when it was becoming less smutty and more about here are women who are just good wrestlers. Two other interesting ladies' names. Uh, Ruby Riot, also plus 4,000 uh, as AJ Lee. I fully expect to see her back from, from injury in this. I think, it's the, I think it's the same as Nia Jax. I'm going to be pretty excited. Uh, I'm, they kind of need her <laughs> to get back, i got to say, and, and inject a little bit of... just. We just need more bodies in the ladies' uh, division right now, and, and Ruby Riot's one of them. Uh, scale of 1 to 10 for you on Ruby Riot, uh, Bill? I don't know. I think I'm going to go with like a five or a six because I've been I've, I've seen her Instagram account and she looks like she's basically in her gear ready to go today. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think she's I, I think she makes her return at the Rumble yeah. uh, scale of one to ten for you on Ruby Riot, Mac. Uh, yeah, not terribly excited just because she's been kind of a fixture. Yeah, uh, good for her for coming back, though, and getting over it. I mean, yeah, just getting back been, from injury. Oh, yeah. yeah, like she's been a workhorse. She's got a lot of a lot of time ahead of her. So, yeah, six. Here's a name that's interesting, and this is something that Dirt Sheets have been kicking around uh, for a little bit, and there are rumors that she is healthy enough to wrestle these days, but who knows what's real and what's not, especially on the Internet. But um, there have been some rumors that Paige may make her return at this Royal Rumble, um, which is why we have all these, like, weird things coming out about... uh, Triple H, unfortunately, having saying some uh, not so nice things about about her. Uh, I'm not going to go into that because uh, we're we're nearly an hour into this podcast, and if I get into that, we'll be here for another hour. Um, yeah, but Paige is uh, minus uh, f- uh, minus 4,500 to uh, to win the Royal Rumble. She is on the list, but uh, I can't tell again if that's just uh, if if that's kind of the same as like the Ronda Rousey thing, where it's just. Odd Shark trying to steal a few bucks from some square betters, right? So, uh, uh, Paige plus forty five hundred. Where would you be on a scale of one to ten there, Bill, for that one? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna go like a nine or a ten, only because that means obviously she's healthy enough now uh, that she can wrestle again, and that just makes yeah. me happy uh, yeah. that she's back. And uh, and also the other reason is I recently saw Fighting with My Family, and I kind of loved it. So <laughs> yeah. I'd to see a good there. It was weird that Vince Vaughn was in that though, because I, I saw Vince Vince was in the scene, and I was just kind of like, oh, poor Vince. <laughs> this is where he's at right now, just cutting checks for WWE movies. But uh, 
Yeah. Uh, Paige, scale of 1 to 10, uh, Mac? Uh, yeah, I'd say 7. Good for her. I mean, I also saw Fighting With My Family. It's it's it's, it's a very good, uh, it's a nice tale. Yeah, like it is what it is, right? It's You're not going to win an Oscar, but it was, it was it was a decent flick. It's an enjoyable movie, and I yeah. highly recommend it for any wrestling fans. Yeah, you can set your watch to it for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, for her coming back, I don't know. I'm still kind of like, uh, don't kick her in the neck, you know. Don't. Yeah, uh... yeah her body is trash, man. Like it, it was just, oh god, like, yeah. Like, cause like the thing that happened to her happened at like a house show, right? And the uh, the clip we had was like, cause it was like Alexa Bliss, right? Like kicked her in the back. Well, it was Sasha a... Banks. Oh right, it was Sasha. Yeah, it was either it was either Sasha or. or... I mean, it's getting hard to keep track of all these page injuries, quite frankly. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if she's healthy and can come back, I good on her. But uh, I, I, I just can't tell if this is just dirt sheet nonsense coming up to, you know, drum up interest in the Royal Rumble or not, right? I got to admit, though, even, like, when she was a regular, like, she was never involved in anything that really, mm-hmm. really drew me in. Yeah. Like, she I, was... She was a regular, but nothing like I don't have like a, a memory of her really, other than her being injured or of a match or anything. I'll be honest, Paige's whole arc kind of took place when I during my my excuse my my hiatus in English when I wasn't really watching uh, wrestling, so I kind of like I kind of missed the whole Paige era. So for me, I would be lukewarm on that just because I I didn't really watch during the Paige era, but. Uh, you know, if she came back, I, like I, I, I know who she is. I've seen that movie. I know most of her story, and I do know that like it's it's been injuries that have like, the, like those type of injuries that are permanent, and where the doctors tell you, please stop wrestling, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, and uh, yeah. So if if she's healthy enough and come back, that would be a pretty cool story to to see. But again, I don't know. It could just be the dirt sheets, drumming up nonsense just for for clicks right before the Royal Rumble, right? Um. Here are the top three odds. I mentioned Shayna Baszler at minus 300 is the favorite to win the Women's Royal Rumble out of left field. The other two, pretty uh, standard. Charlotte Flair is plus 200. And Sasha Banks is plus 800. You know, you can find pretty much any other lady on the roster um, uh, in and around, in between, like, plus 2,000 and and plus 6,000-ish. Um, so it seems to be that Odd Shark thinks one of Shayna Baszler, Charlotte Flair, or Sasha Banks is going to come away with this uh, Women's Royal Rumble. Um, I would say, Bill, what is your official prediction for the Women's Royal Rumble? Or, uh, yeah, just make a prediction as to where you think they might go with this, I guess. Uh, well, my brain says Charlotte Flair, mm-hmm. but my heart says Sasha Banks, and I'm going to go with my heart on this one. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what pro? Who do you want? What program do you want her to go into there? Uh, a feud with Bailey. Okay. I think she's gonna go. That's the that's the big thing. And yeah. who works in that version? Who do you have work heel and who works uh, face? I think they just have to go with the way they did it in NXT, where they're just both kind of mm. baby faces. All right. That's not bad. Yeah, get get a chance to repeat that two out of three falls match that they had yeah. on, uh, in NXT. Right, try to try to recapture that match. That's not a bad. That's not a bad uh, sliding door. I gotta say. Um, what about you, Mac? Uh, prediction for the women's Royal Rumble. 
This is hard for me. Uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not because like this is one of the ones where it's like I don't really know what they're gonna go with. And seeing the Shayna Baszler odds completely threw me for a loop. I got. I gotta say, can't stop thinking about her in it now. You know, and how that would be. <laughs> yeah. Because I followed NXT uh, for the past couple of years more closely than definitely more closely than Raw or SmackDown. So, you know, I kind of have a read on on. Well, like her character and what she could do more than the other, the other ladies. But then I, my mind goes wild thinking, oh, maybe they could bring up Bianca Belair because she's very athletic too. You know, she could jump over people and pick them well, up and throw them in the ring. Twenty-five spots open, she could easily come up. And they, they have showed a uh, uh, propensity in the uh, in the the ladies' Royal Rumble era to just have like NXT ladies come up, put on a show, get thrown over the top rope, and then just not return. Right, so. Yeah, but the reali- the realistic sort of set of women who could win it mm. is probably, you know, your mainstays. It's either Becky or it's Sasha or it's Charlotte or it's Ronda coming back, which I wouldn't want, but it's pretty likely. So to, 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 to take my honest attempt of who I think would win it, I so Bill, you said Sasha? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say Bailey. Okay. So you're going with Bailey. We're, I know Bailey had some odds. They were long. Bailey was minus 4,500. So you're gonna you're gonna go Bailey and then go a champ versus champ match at WrestleMania. Screw it. Let's do it. I yeah, like it. That's <laughs> not a bad story. That's not a bad story. I, I I wouldn't. Yeah, you could do because then one of them could be undisputed. And Becky had both belts, wasn't she? And she did Becky two belts yeah. for a while there. Yeah. If I sold a few T-shirts on that for about a week, and then she dropped one of the belts. Uh, <laughs> um. I'm 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 gonna predict a Shayna Baszler thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that because I th- I think that to me that's the most fun. Baszler comes up, wins, and then just goes into a feud with uh, with uh, with Becky Lynch in in just what would just be like a just a fist fight of a ladies uh, program. So I just I kind of like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make the off the wall prediction of uh, of Shayna Baszler based on this minus three hundred. So I'm 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 picking up what Odd Shark is putting down, is uh, is what I'm saying. So uh, official predictions are: Bill's going with Sasha, uh, Max going with Bailey, and then I'm gonna go with Shayna Baszler for funsies. Um, all right, the men's Royal Rumble, the last match that we will discuss on this card, the thirty man Royal Rumble match for the right to face somebody at WrestleMania. Unlike the ladies, we know a few more dudes who are going to be in uh, this particular match. Currently, 25 of the 30 entrants with an episode of SmackDown left uh, to to fill up a couple of the spots. So that leaves five open slots. But as always in the Royal Rumble, anything could happen. Somebody could just beat somebody up and take their spot. It has happened before. <laughs> um uh, but as far as the men go, we know 25. Nobody particularly, uh, nobody, nobody particularly on like like surprising as of right now. You got your you got your 25 guys on the roster who you expect these kind of guys to be in the Rumble. Um, the interesting one so far is Brock Lesnar, who is one of the champions. Uh, is coming in at number one so he is going to try to win and then so maybe brock lesnar goes the distance mac and then he's the guy who goes champ versus champ and it's brock lesnar versus the fiend at at, uh at wrestle at wrestlemania um the 
Odds on favorite, according to Odds Shark, Roman Reigns at minus two hundred. He is the only one where you're given juice right now. Everybody, everybody else, you're you're getting a little bit of juice with Roman Reigns, and. If Roman Reigns were to win the Rumble, I would say, and we didn't really think of this or, uh, earlier when we were talking about our Roman Reigns versus King Corbin matchup. Um, I think it was, Bill, you predicted uh, King Corbin to win? Yep. If King Corbin wins, I think that uh, those Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble odds should immediately drop to, like, minus 500 probably, <laughs> right? Because, like, if he loses that match to Corbin, um, he's for sure going to have a deep run in the Rumble and and potentially win it. Um, let's talk about some of the more fun names, if you will, that are on Odds Shark. We'll do the old scale of 1 to 10 thing again. Um, this I don't get at all, but, uh, scale of 1 to 10, Bill, how, how excited would you be for Cain Velasquez to win the Royal Rumble at plus 550? Uh, I think maybe a zero. Yeah, plus 550 is bizarre. That's not good odds at all like he, yeah. and they got to put an extra zero at the end of that for me. Like, <laughs> like that i that can't possibly be the wwe's thought process is to have kane velasquez win the rumble and then take on brock lesnar again right like that there's no way yeah that would be that'd be a that'd be a wrestlemania match that you would like start wrestlemania with so that brock could go home before the thing yeah and not have to stick around for the other four hours of wrestlemania right like Oh, mercy. Uh, Mac, how would you feel about Cain Velasquez? See, I, I didn't see his debut before. Was it god-awful? It was not good. It was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, I got to say. I, 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 and that is me having ancillarily watched it because I didn't watch because that happened at the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, if I remember correctly, and I just, I, I tap out on those <laughs> every, every time they do those. I, I truly do. Okay, so he came out, he had a bad match. Mm-hmm. He definitely doesn't deserve to be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I'm kind of hopeful that he could become a decent wrestler. Yeah. You know, but this would not be the way to do it. No, how much time you got, <laughs> if that's the case, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I'm hopeful he could start down a path of, you know, having better matches and showing that he could do it. Because I've heard, like, you know, he had decent matches in Mexico and this kind of thing, so... It's, it would suck if he's just a complete flop in WWE. But yeah. this is not the thing, so I'm, no, not excited. Shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Let's say two because it's dumb. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Bill on this. I'm going I'm going just a, a hard zero for me <laughs> on Kane Velasquez. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here it is. You cannot mention, post-2015, you cannot mention a men's Royal Rumble without bringing up this man's name. And until I, I, I think we got another five years before this stop happens. We got about five more rumbles, I think, before this, uh, this stops happening. Like either he comes back, or or it just we got another five years before people stop speculating that he makes his return at a Royal Rumble. CM Punk plus <laughs> plus six hundred to uh, to return and uh, win the men's Royal Rumble. Scale of one to ten for you on CM Punk, uh, Bill. I do. I love CM Punk, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna have to go like an eight or a nine. I'd be pretty yeah. pumped, despite I, what I would say now. I'd be very excited. This is the biggest return wrestling can have right now, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not even close. If friggin' um, 
cult of personality hit at 30 that would be the biggest pop that just the biggest pop that they could possibly get for the foreseeable future is if cm punk came back um i will say i mac and i i think this is our third royal rumble mac the first two we would just laugh our asses off about yeah cm punk this there's at least there's at least a leg to stand on with this one in terms of <laughs> in terms of his return. Like, there's at least like something that we can say. There's something you could grab onto and say, yeah, maybe. It's not ridiculous now. Yeah, but, but it's still improbable. <laughs> still probably not though, right? Yeah, but like I would be, I would be like a ten out of ten if CM Punk came back for sure. Like my <laughs> my, I would I would pop like I was back in high school if they if. If Cult of Personality hit, uh, where would you be on a CM Punk return there, Max? Scale of 1 to 10? I would say 9 out of 10 just because mm-hmm. he, like, vowed to never come back. You know what I mean? It's not that I hold that against him, but it's just kind of like, I, I, it makes you wonder. Eric Bischoff showed up on Monday Night Raw, man. Anything is fucking possible in the world of wrestling. Anything right. is fucking possible. Yeah, it's like because I I remember when Bischoff walked out, I just I could not believe that that happened because like that guy did real life bad stuff, right? Like like not just like 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 CM Punk like you know you can argue who walked out on who or who fired who, but like he didn't like actively try to put the WWE out of business the way that fucking Bischoff did, right? And uh, and he came back. So anything is fucking possible in wrestling, literally anything. Um, the other most interesting name that has been kicked around and like page before him, there are talks of him potentially getting cleared to wrestle again. He's on the list. There are dirt sheet rumors, um, shoulder to shoulder with a CM punk return plus seven fifty edge to return at the Royal rumble. Where would you be for an edge return, uh, Bill, on a scale of one to ten? I'd be a ten, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I might start to cry. I'd be so excited. Yeah, I, I'd be th- yeah because we got the Canadian element with him yeah. up here uh, as well, right? Like just oh man, <laughs> like good lord, if he came Even back, if that it's would just be... like one shot for the yeah. Rumble. I, mean, I would still be so excited. It'd still be pretty cool, yeah. Because I mean, like I just I can't get that image out of my head though of the last time he. The, the last time he was around, remember, he didn't even really wrestle. He announced his retirement, and then he did his spear to yeah. somebody. And remember, Edge, for my money, had one of the worst spears in the business. He, <laughs> yeah. he, never, he never really speared guys. He would always just kind of, like, he would put his body too far to the side, so it always looked like he was just kind of hugging them and taking yeah. them down with them. It was, but, like, say la vie, whatever, it was his move. And I just remember him do. I don't even remember who he did it to. I just remember him doing this weak ass spear to somebody on the edge in his street clothes, and then immediately grabbing the back of his neck like he's like, "Oh my god, I'm fucking paralyzed," and me just being like, "Oh god!" <laughs> right? Like, so it's just. But god damn it, that would be cool as hell if if he came back. But like, yeah, there's been a lot of rumors that that he's been medically cleared and stuff. Again, don't know how truthful these rumors are, but. Uh, they say time heals all wounds, so you never know. Mac, where would you be for an Edge return in uh, the 2020 Rumble? I'd be 10 for Edge just because it's, it's a feel-good story. You know, there's really no no real – the only thing to wonder about, mm. you know, it's not foul play. No. It's not it's not backroom dealings. It's 
why are these guys cleared now? Is it because of an advance in medical tech? Is it advances in like a uh, or well, probably that? Like I would say, yeah, I would I would say that you know like uh, people get better. Also, just fucking rest and recuperation for these fucking guys, right? Like if they just they get years off, they get their bodies right and and shit like that because it's just being being and and I don't want to just say wrestling. Being an athlete is not something like a, a professional athlete is not something the human body is meant to do. Um, and then you talk about wrestlers who unlike professional athletes don't get an off season ever. Um, the only time they get off seasons is when they get seriously hurt and then they're <laughs> just, and then they're just rehabbing. Cause they're like, I, I got to get back as quickly as possible. I don't want to lose my spot. Right. And it's just, it's, it's, it's a weird system. You know, John Oliver did the whole thing on it where it's like, we got to get these guys into a union. We got to get these guys, you know, some, some medical leave and stuff for when they retire and shit like that. But, uh, you know, that's, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Um, much like the triple H stuff. I don't want to get into it cause we'll be here for another hour. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say it's mostly just, I, I would say it's a combination of better medical stuff over the years, Mac, like you suggested. And, uh, and just, fucking the guy getting rest for some years and getting getting healthy getting right you know not not, ta- not, not taking bumps right yeah yeah and like you hear about guys who did the yoga with ddp and they said it made you know such a huge change to their mm-hmm. their banged up bodies and it's like well yeah they can put their efforts into mm-hmm. you know physical activities that's going to make them feel better and not just make whatever they got worse mm-hmm. uh so yeah, hope for the best. That would be that would be really great. I'd be really happy about that. Yeah, because obviously the 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 guy to compare it to is is obviously Daniel Bryan. But with Daniel Bryan, it was like he had a shitload of concussions, right? And doctors told him because like the they got to ban the flying headbutt, right? Like the <laughs> flying headbutt is is like just as bad as the pile driver these days because the guys who do the flying headbutt five times a week, including house shows, are just scrambling their goddamn brains. Um, yeah, so so with him, it was like all the concussions, and the doctors told him if you take one more bump to the head, you could, you know, just fucking, like, your mind might just go. And then, you know, eventually he spent a couple years out, and his brain got right, and they were like, um, yeah, I guess you could wrestle again if you want to, but just, you know, stay away from headshots, please. Um, but with Edge, it's like the, you know, again, it's like the fucking neck with him, right? <laughs> like the, the neck is just so goddamn serious, but... Yeah, if he came back, it'd be pretty cool. Um, some other fun names here, but I think like Tyson Fury's on there. But God, that would be worse. Oh, no. That would be worse than Cain Velasquez. So we, we we don't need to go into that one. I think we said enough. Ten. So bad. <laughs> Ten. Um, the Rock is on there, but again, I think that's just uh, I think that's just Odd Shark stealing a few nickels from uh, yeah, stealing a few nickels from some of the more casual betters. Uh, Lars Sullivan weirdly is on the wow. yeah, is on the odd shark list, which is hilarious because he's like borderline fired right now, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's like he's like plus five thousand. That that I don't get. Um, the Undertaker plus seven thousand. There you go. That's <laughs> again. That's just them stealing money from from casual betters. Same with Triple H at plus seven thousand. Velveteen Dream at plus seven thousand. Boy, that would be. A, we haven't seen the Vel. We haven't seen the Dream in a while. It'd be nice if he showed up at the Rumble. No way he wins it, but it'd be funny as hell. It'd be fun as hell uh, if the Dream came out. Other than that, um, just a lot of pretty standard stuff. Here are the odds makers that are. Here are the odds. 
that are within the realm of reason, I would say, because I mentioned, I mentioned, <laughs> what is this? One, two, three, uh, three of the top seven odds getters are Kane Velasquez, CM Punk, and Edge. So let's just <laughs> remove the, let's just remove those three from the equation. So here are the top four odds getters right now for the Royal Rumble, uh, and I believe all four of these guys have actually are, are officially announced. We mentioned Roman Reigns off the top is minus two th- two hundred, so he's the the favorite to win the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar is plus two hundred to reta- uh, to win, and then I guess officially challenge the Fiend at a title versus title match. Um, so that would be something. I don't see that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre has the third best odds at plus four fifty. I remember last year. I think Roman Reigns once again had the best odds of winning, and Ro- and Drew was um, second. Uh, Obviously, things did not go Drew McIntyre's way, even though I remember I was rooting for him last Rumble. But somehow, despite the fact he's been, you know, kind of sucking on wind uh, the last few months, I would say Drew McIntyre has managed to claw his way up to the third best odds to win the Royal Rumble, <laughs> according to the good people of Odds Shark. So good for him. And then we have the Kane Velasquez CM Punk Edge trio of, of slight nonsense. Um, <laughs> And then the last odds getter that is uh, with some decent odds is uh, Kevin Owens at plus 900 uh, okay. to win the Royal Rumble. So that's uh, not too bad. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and ask Bill, who do you think wins the 2020 Men's Royal Rumble and uh, what uh, type of program will they enter into afterwards? Yeah, this is a really tough one because, I mean... this is I agree. This is one where usually you go into a Rumble and, you know, there's like... Two, three, two to three guys that you're like, okay, those are the odds-on favorite. And then there's like three or four guys where you're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And, and then the rest is just like, they'll be there, but they're not going to win it. This year, I'm like, I have no fucking clue what they want to do after the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think like, the safest bet would be, like, Roman Reigns wins and goes on to face Brock Lesnar for, what, the tenth time at WrestleMania? Yeah. Um... But I, I, I don't want that. So uh, I'm going to go with, you know, I like that Kevin Owens. And then yeah. uh, and then I don't think I don't think he would go and face Brock. I think it would be Kevin Owens versus The Fiend at WrestleMania. Really? Oh, yeah. Goodness. Uh, and then my dark horse pick would be uh, Keith Lee showing up from NXT and winning. Keith Lee, he's on the list. He's got plus $1,800. Yeah. I, I can't and- see him winning, but... Fuck, I loves me some Keith Lee. Oh, he's God so good. Damn. I used to love him on the indie circuits when, like, cause he used to show up on, like, Botchamania and be like, I botched one time! Right? Yeah. He, <laughs> he would always say, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was great. I, like, yeah, I, I, I loves me some Keith Lee. I just don't, yeah. I could see Lee being one of the five guys that they um, bring in. Now, again, this is assuming they don't announce anybody else. If I had to guess who I think some of the five guys would be. I would I would say Keith Lee's probably one of the five. Yep. I think Matt... I would like to throw the hat in for Matt Riddle to make a little appearance. Yeah, yeah I'd like as that. One, as one of the five guys. Um, Adam Cole did it two years ago, but I, I, I say I say fuck it and bring out Adam Cole again. Definitely. For, for, the, for one more rumble. Um, and then other than that, I... I yeah, you, you, uh, you got a couple of those that got to be nostalgia pops, right? Like, you got to have your, your Hurricane, which like, it was <laughs> yeah. fun as hell when he came out the other year. 
that was great. You know, you got to have a couple of nostalgia pops out there. So, you know, you, you, you dust off a couple of the old gimmicks to come out, pop the crowd, and then immediately get thrown over the top rope. That'd be awesome. But if I had one more, uh, uh, I, I'd say bring bring the dream out for uh, to, to do a couple of moonsaults and stuff and just look really cool. Um, so you're saying Kevin Owens and then Keith Lee as a, as a yep. deep dark horse. I like deep, that. Deep yeah. I like that. Uh, Mac predictions for the 2020 men's Royal rumble, man. Uh, hey, like if, if I actually, you know, if I had real money on this, I'd have to say the Roman reigns or Brock Lesnar just because of probabilities and their yeah. nature to recycle and, and push these people down our throats. They have the best odds. Um, it, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to have Brock win it. Mm. You know what? Fuck this sense shit. I'm going to do some fantasy booking. Yeah, go for it. Um, all right. <laughs> we, we haven't used our one fantasy book yet this pod, I don't think. So we, we limit ourselves to one fantasy book per pod. Otherwise, it just turns into nonsense. So go ahead, Mac. All right. My Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Now, this, this is kind of safe for a fantasy booking, but... It's won by Braun Strowman because he hasn't won it yet, and why the hell not? Yeah, plus twenty five hundred for Braun Strowman. Plus twenty five. Okay, so he, I have to. I, no, wait, I, he's not penalized, right? Oh no! Like you're 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 getting good odds. Like uh, plus twenty five hundred basically means if you bet a hundred dollars and Braun Strowman won, you would win twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, okay, okay. That's they don't they don't let you bet that bet that much on on this sort of thing though, right? Like th- this is this is for funsies. Usually, um, usually they only let you bet like five bucks, five to ten dollars on this sort of thing because this is obviously WWE. They like it's they pick the outcome, right? Like this is not actual people getting into a ring, so these oh, yeah, odds yeah. can be manipulated. So if if we were in the back of uh you know if we were in the back in the creative team and we knew that braun Strowman was going to win and then we looked up odds shark on and we saw that he was at 2500 we'd be like ten thousand dollars on braun Strowman, please yeah they don't they don't let you do that they they um on odd shark they only let you bet a few but yeah basically if you bet five bucks uh or sorry if you if you bet uh a uh, hundred bucks you would you would win 2500 is 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 the thing there so you, you, basically you get a twenty five hundred dollar multiplier on braun Strowman, which is nuts because why isn't yeah. he, like he should have somewhat of a penalty because of the mm-hmm. sort of probability viable guys i would put him yeah. in there like him yeah. drew mcintyre bobby lashley the hosses right he's so yes. big throw yeah. out it's also yeah. true for braun Strowman. <laughs> yes yeah, so you're thinking you're, you're predicting a little bit of value good value good value mac on on braun Strowman is what you're saying here yeah and then okay and since it's since i can book this I also don't think Bobby Lashley has won any Royal Rumbles, right? No, but Bobby Lashley is currently in, involved in this. Just, I don't even know what the hell to say about it. This this <laughs> Lana and and Rusev thing, it's 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 something else. I mean, it it, it it's it, Paul it, Heyman saying, "Hey, you know what? Yeah. We'll get a bunch of Americans' panties in a knot." Have a love triangle with a black man and a white woman. White woman, I guess. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it plays well down south. Bobby Lashley is plus ten thousand, by the way, Max. So, wow. Yeah. yeah so a hundred dollar, a hundred dollar bet on Bobby Lashley would net you ten thousand dollars. Well, I'm leaning into the fantasy booking. If it's not Braun Strowman, it's Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You can't get away from Bobby Lashley. Um. 
Well, it's just because like these guys, these are the big hosses that like never have won this yet, and I'm like, why not? Anyway, Finn Balor at plus eighteen hundred might be might be good value, but isn't he? I think he's hurt right now, so I can't really assume that they're going to uh, let him win the Rumble and then enter into something. Although that would be the dark horse thing of uh, we mentioned earlier of the supernatural guy where the demon, yes. like you you brought that up earlier, Bill. Um, that if you want to have the demon versus the fiend at WrestleMania, there you go. Finn Balor plus eighteen hundred, right? That's the that's the thing. Finn Balor hasn't won a rumble, has he? I don't think so. I don't think so. So you know what? I'm gonna make that my quote unquote fantasy booking. I'm gonna say Finn Balor at plus eighteen hundred. Okay. <laughs> but although I don't think he's officially in, so he would have to be one of the five guys that uh he would have to be one of the five slots that that is still open so that's that's a real shot because i think he's hurt is the thing so that that's the thing that would obviously throw away a big old wrench in my plan there um but uh yeah you know what for funsies i'm gonna say finn balor wins the rumble i think he cut he comes back out of nowhere wins the rumble turns into the demon and then we get the demon versus the fiend at wrestlemania in like a spooky funhouse match of some sort right <laughs> And, I like uh, stuff happens, so I, I kind of like that. Uh, so yeah, so that is it for us covering the 2020 Royal Rumble uh, crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the crossover podcast. We're also on Google Play, Stitcher, and what's the other one? Spotify. Uh, so uh, please listen to us on there and boost those numbers up a little bit. Um, that Royal Rumble podcast is going to be it for us for this week. But uh, next week, uh, we will be back on with Bill and Craig uh, to talk our annual uh, Super Bowl mega triple super double mega no races super gambling podcast that we do where we cover everything from who's going to score the first touchdown to how long the goddamn anthem is going to be and and what uh j-lo and shakira outfits they might wear so nothing is off limits in terms of what we gamble on in the uh in the super bowl megapod so uh stay tuned for that one for next week uh come out about around the same time uh next week uh that's it for this week though uh bill mac thanks for doing this as always i always love doing the royal rumble podcast one of my favorite podcasts of the year uh take care you guys and we will talk to you next time on the crossover podcast